Shut up, crime! Here's harmless phosphorescence! Everyone, this is Throw Smiley, and I've been bathing your apple crisp and tater tots in the beam of sloth. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and they asked me to be a real beard Santa because my beard was so real. And I said, no, I got to write this report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm here to do all the gay ass crimes. Hey, over here, I'm a little bird. No, I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is a Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We really do watch all of them. This is our 90th. Um, we gather some research into the production and the source material, and we tell you all about it. Um, I think at this point we may be some of the world's most preeminent experts on superhero cinema. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Um, this show is brought to you by our patrons, patrons like executive producers Michael Beck with an Atticus Burkett. Uh, you can be a patron too. Just head over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We got a Star Wars miniseries, hol- holiday shows, uh, music shows. Um, just today, we put up a brand new episode of uh, the season two episode premiere of uh, Attention Hellmart Shoppers that just went up today. Um, Awesome. Yeah. So uh, head on over there, guys. Buck a month is all it takes to get in on the bottom floor. Um, we do have our winner for uh, June's uh, monthly movie. The uh, polls closed. Um, do you guys want to hear or do you want it to be a surprise later? <laughs> Let's have a, a reveal party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll shoot some glitter into the air. It'll be the color of the movie. Um, yeah, I want to know. Yeah. Uh, so our June uh, winner is Speed Racer. Huh. I was right. I was honestly surprised. Um, it was really cl- it was really close, and then at the end, like the last three days, we got like five extra Speed Racer votes on um, from Facebook because <laughs> Indiana Jones was taking it on Twitter, and Facebook huh. is like heavy Speed Racer for some reason. All the huh. Facebook people. Um, huh. And this time, I only voted once this time, guys. So it didn't even I'm matter. I demand an audit on all of our previous episodes. <laughs> uh, well, I'll quickly describe the happening since that didn't win. <laughs> Marky Mark knows something is happening, and it's the trees. Oh yeah, that is a that's that's, that's it. That's, we don't need to talk about that movie. That is one hundred percent the best description of that film I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so yeah, Indiana Four came in um, second. Um, it was a very close up until the end. Then it was like about four or five down. Um, the Happening came in third, and then then Repo was uh, a close fourth. Um, so that's uh, stay tuned next month we will be talking uh, on our monthly movie about the happening or I'm sorry not the happening about no, we, we just did that up. movie I'll be talking about the happening but we'll be the episode will be entitled Speed Racer um, <laughs> so tune in um, this week though on Harmless Phosphorescence we are watching Super I knew I was losing her Excuse me. 
Have you seen my wife? I don't think she wants to see you anymore. Sarah! Don't touch my car again. I'm going. That's not the kind of touching I meant. Jock, he stole my wife. Can you arrest him? Sometimes it's better just to accept these things. <laughs> Batman. Battering, pipe bombs, utility belts. Utility uh, belt. Green arrow has a bow and arrow. Okay. Why do you need all those? I'm making up my own superhero. He needs a weapon. That'll do. Cool. All it takes to be a superhero is the choice to fight evil. Shut up, crime. Don't steal. Don't deal drugs. Don't molest kids. Brutal assault by the Crimson Bolt continued last night. Are you him? No. That's cool. I could be your kid's sidekick. Ta-da! How do I look? That's inappropriate. Frank is the only thing that will save me. We will take those suckers down. It's good. Let's do this. You just sit here and wait for crime to happen? That's right. <sighs> this is so boring. Yes, I can tell you now. You're supposed to kill him. I'm just learning. You have to teach me these things. This is not about good and evil. This is about she loving me more because I am interesting. Super was released April 1st, 2011 into America's cinemas. It was released in uh, the Toronto International Film Festival in 2010. That's why you'll see it called the 2010 movie, but it did not make it into American cinemas until April 1st, 2011. Uh, it's rated R. It has a, <laughs> R. It has a running time of 96 minutes. It costs $2.5 million, and it took in for its box office total $593,933. Yeah. Oh, man. It did not do well. Um, uh, Jane, it's not hard to see why. I mean, it, it's a good movie, but I understand why. It's niche. It's definitely it, niche. It's definitely indie. And um, it definitely um, suffered. It's hardcore. It's hardcore, and it suffered from coming from being released after Kick-Ass. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Because it... it, well, it all the religious overtones probably yeah. turn people off more than the violence because this is America. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting um, avenue to explore, I thought, and one I wasn't expecting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that being said, gentlemen, shall we play the box office top 10 game? Dun, 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 dun. This is the game wherein the boys here try to guess where the movie opened, and then they try to guess what movie I'm describing when I describe each and every film in the box office top 10 for the week of April 1st, 2011. So uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a hint. Super did not open in the top 10. It did open in the top 50. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, uh, who wants to go first to guess where it was? Uh, let's go, Brian. Uh, 37. 
Brian is guessing thirty. Oh my god, that was exactly what I was gonna what I was gonna guess. Damn really? it, Al! I knew it, Al. You got gotcha. it, Al. Don't think so loud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Al. What are what are you gonna guess? Um, shoot. I guess I'll go with thirty nine now. Al says thirty nine, and Josh, what are you guessing? The answer is always forty two. <laughs> it is indeed. All right, so um, just so you know, I'm going to run through the openers this week. Um, at uh, number 102, a movie called Wrecked. I refuse to look at what that's about. One at 90 called Circo. Uh, same. And at 69, we have Le Quattro Volte, which, oh, oh, oh. which, I, which I assume is about four volts of electricity. <laughs> um, and at 68, Rubber. Do you guys know Rubber. It's a horror movie about a tire that kills people. A sentient car tire. Really? You have to see it. It is incredible. It's amazing. I love that movie. Absolutely. What's it called again? Rubber. rubber. Yeah. Watch Rubber. Yeah. Highly it recommend is on it. My, like high recommendation of like bizarre movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm already on board. It's definitely worth it. Um, <laughs> does the does the tire have to always be rolling? What happens if it falls over? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can it get back up? That that question is answered in the awesome. movie. Awesome. Yeah, telekinesis comes in handy when you're a tire. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Number fifty-eight, uh, Queen to Play, which I assume is about Freddie Mercury. <laughs> um, number fifty-six, Cat Run, which um, <laughs> who knows? That could be about anything. Um, oh, that's not about what I thought it was going to be. I'm I'm disappointed. <laughs> it is not a children's film. Um, Number 53, In a Better World, which is, uh, oh, that looks depressing. That's depressing. It's about Danish people. (laughs) Never mind. We won't talk about it. (laughs) And at number 48, Super. After his wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer, an everyday (laughs) guy transforms himself into Crimson Bolt, a superhero with the best intentions, but lacking in heroic skills. So 48, Josh, you won that one. You were the closest. So uh, you then um, get uh, a cup of something which is almost but not quite entirely unlike tea. All right. Um, At number (laughs) 43, Trust was opening this week. Trust is about a teenage girl who is targeted by an online sexual predator. So that's a fun romp. Uh, (laughs) 37 is game, which is <laughs> which could be about anything. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a guy that hunts hunts people on an island. Okay, um, number naturally, th- yeah, number thirty, which is I was gonna say that's the weirdest sequel of all time to He Got Game. <laughs> <laughs> At number thirty-five, The Last Godfather. That's the one where Don Corleone <laughs> rises from the grave. <laughs> no, to, hunt, <laughs> to hunt people on an island. It's the Sicilian zombie movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, you mean Sicily? <laughs> um, the King's Speech opened at number fifteen, which is weird. Oh, it's the PG wow. the PG thirteen version. I thought we talked about this before. Was the other version R or was it PG? Did they make it? Did they make it dirtier or cleaner? I wonder. They're they're two the oh. king's speeches yeah. and, and they released really? they released the two different versions and they released released them both into theaters 
And the other one is like stuttering filthy things or well, I don't know. Maybe the other well, one was having sex on the radio. Was the other one G? <laughs> was maybe the other one G and this one they dirtied up. <laughs> uh, rated R for some language. Okay, so they cut out some language, I guess. <laughs> what language we were unsure Those of. Fucking Nazis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that brings us to the box office top ten. Finally. We've been playing the game for five minutes already. Um, Coming in at number 10 this week, a squad of U.S. Marines becomes the last line of defense against a global invasion. G.I. Joe? No. That was my guess. Yeah. No, that was... Battleship. No, but that was a good guess, Al. Um, G.I. Joe was 2009, I remember, because we had to talk about it for a monthly movie. (laughs) Um... This is Battle Los Angeles. Oh, this is what Aaron Eckhart with the aliens and all that shit. Yeah, so yeah. I never saw this. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God, this movie. Okay, number nine. Um, two English comic book geeks traveling across the U.S. encounter an oh. alien outside yeah. of Area Fifty One. Paul, I love this movie. Paul, yeah, yeah, charming. It really is. Um, yeah, that's a good one. At number, wow, this fucking week is weird. Coming in at number eight, an ordinary chameleon accidentally winds up in the town of Dirt, a lightless outpost in the Wild West in desperate need of a new sheriff. Rango? Rango? Rango, yeah. That was a good one. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Number seven. Oh, my God. This movie. A young girl institutionalized by her abusive stepfather retreats to an alternative reality as a coping strategy and envisions a plan to help her escape. Uh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Have you seen Snyder? Have have you guys seen Sucker Punch? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I watched it it in the theater multiple times. Really? (laughs) All the girls I knew wanted to go to it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll get high and go. Wow. That movie's a trip. Because that movie is, oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's a male erotic fantasy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But that's its charm. Like, so yeah. <laughs> like so, as a man. So so your female empowerment is being a stripper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. You're a samurai schoolgirl. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm here for it. I can I can watch three hours of this. It was like incredibly long too, wasn't it? Oh, of course yeah. it was Zack Snyder. Oh, man. Yeah. Brevity is not his Thing. No. Uh, coming in at number six, um, a lawyer defending a wealthy man begins to believe his client is guilty of more than just one crime. <laughs> this is uh, part of the Makana Sans. Oh, me two crimes. Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer. That's right. That's right. So you get a, you get a point divided, Brian. <laughs> Lincoln joke. Um, <laughs> number five. I didn't say it was a good Lincoln joke. Coming in at number five. Oh, this one. I almost put this on our. I I was trying to figure out when I saw this um on the list uh, previously whether this needed to be on our list, and I decided it did not. Luckily, um, with the help of a mysterious pill that enables the user to access. A hundred percent of his brain abilities. <laughs> a struggling writer becomes a financial wizard, but it also puts him in a new world with lots of dangers. 
Limitless. Limitless. Yeah, you're wow. on fire this week, Brian. Yeah, this was. Uh, I, think, I think I remember this year. This was a yeah, Bradley. It was a good month. Bradley. For you. Yeah. Bradley Cooper takes a smart pill. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's the most sober I've been in our years of of doing this. <laughs> uh, that's what happens when we record on a Wednesday afternoon. Well, no, I mean like that that year. I oh, was, that year. I was pretty sober. Okay. <laughs> uh, at number four. Um, Back in summer school after summer vacation, Greg Heffley and his older brother Roderick must deal with their parents' misguided attempts to have them bond. I I saw this film. Um, Heffley and Roderick? I assume they're British. Uh, no, brothers? no, they're not at all. No, Heff, Heff and Rod. Um, let's see. The <laughs> no guesses. Um. <laughs> I got to get the Jeopardy sound. Um, this is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. I knew it was something like that kind of huh. thing. So um, they're not British. Yeah. I had a uh, 2011. Let's see. I had I had a 13-year-old and a 4-year-old. So I was Diary of a Wimpy Kid was was in heavy rotation in our house. <laughs> is it like the Diary of Laura Palmer? doesn't get really dark <laughs> well there's there's that point where where the dad murder, oh, no. murders roderick <laughs> oh, jesus he does a lot of things to roderick. i thought he was gonna go out for cigarettes but he just murders the kid yeah. mm-hmm. um spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched twin peaks <laughs> or roderick rules <laughs> we spoiled both we did um, at number three a family looks to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called the further. Uh, is this insidious? It is insidious. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're just sweeping it. Yeah. Opening this Sweep week. The leg. Um, You've won 10 pipe wrenches. Yeah. All, all three of our top three here <laughs> to are <the> face. <laughs> our openers this week. Uh, coming in at number two, a soldier wakes up in somebody else's body. <laughs> And and it's not dis- sexual in nature at all. And <laughs> discovers he's part of an experimental government program to find the bomber of a commuter train within eight minutes. I saw this. I forgot about this movie. It's a Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. A uh, looper or jumper? Gaji- no, we did jumper. It's a gajillion hall. <laughs> Lupa. No. Um, source code. Oh. It's like he keeps yeah. going back to the train over and over again. Yeah. This and Eagle oh. Eye were like the same movie. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. And opening this week at number one, the Easter Bunny's teenage son heads to Hollywood, <laughs> determined to become a drummer <laughs> in a rock and roll band in L.A. Hop. Hop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't remember that movie at all. Took my... <laughs> I yeah, I also saw this film again. I had a four-year-old and a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> You're always justifying that. <laughs> uh, it's okay to, like diary. That was a uh, hop. It had James. Uh, 
Uh, what's his face? Marsden. Cutie patootie, yeah. Marsden. Yeah. Oh, he's adorable. Was he the rabbit or was he like the human handler of the <laughs> he rabbit? Was, he's the human. He's always the human the that human. drives next to the animated character and they both scream <laughs> in, the, in the car. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys know the shot. <laughs> yeah, getting pulled over and explaining the rabbit next to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a rabbit. Sometimes it's Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's always James Marston. Sometimes yeah. it's Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is our box office top ten, which brings us to our film of the week. Um, Super. There is no comic book or character background for this one, as it sprung fresh from the mind of uh, our writer-director, much like uh, the Greek god sprung from the mind of Kronos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, get a little punchy on Wednesdays. Um, So (laughs) this was written and directed by Mr. James Gunn. so James Gunn, uh, we missed we missed a movie that he wrote from 2000. Um, unfortunately, uh, it was uh, called The Specials. We'll get to that afterwards. We didn't. I didn't know it existed until we were past it in our timeline. Right on. Um, but uh, we'll be getting around to that eventually. Um, Mr. James Gunn is one of uh, what is it like twelve? I don't know. He has oh six. One of six kids. Um, uh, he has, of course, his brother, uh, so you'd say that was a whole arsenal of guns. That's right. An armory. (laughs) Um, Sean, of course, is in all his movies, um, including this one, but, uh, he started off with trauma. His his first film credit is Tromeo and Juliet, which he wrote. Sure did. Um, then uh, I was married to, uh, Jenna Fisher for a long time. Yes, he was. It's probably how he met Rain Wilson. The one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. When he wrote this movie, Jenna Fisher um, gave Rain Wilson the script. Awesome. Yeah, he was married to Jenna Fisher. I had no idea mm-hmm. until two thousand eight. She was in wow. his like one of his early movies, Slither. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think they met during his trauma days. Yeah. Slither was his first writer director credit. It was his first yeah. film by James Gunn. Um, yeah. This was his second. Guardians was third. He only has he had he had two two writer director credits prior to Guardians. Um, but yeah. he did have writing credits on both Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. Um, although apparently his actual original draft of the first Scooby-Doo film was R-rated and, uh, had, had, and they filmed it, they filmed it that way and then edited it to be PG. Um, there's a, there's a version of Scooby-Doo that could be released that includes them straight up smoking pot, um, cursing and, um, a lesbian, a lesbian Velma. Shots of Velma's ass. Yeah. Lesbian Velma, like straight up. Yeah. Or Scooby just humping random things. Oh, like the Scooby male dogwood. I kept trying to figure out why Linda Cardellini was in thirty seconds of this movie, and then I just realized she was Velma. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. That suddenly makes a lot of sense. So, uh. Yeah. He wrote and directed this. Um. He uh. There's not really much to say about the uh. The production and seems to be pretty much he got his he got 
funding and when it made it. Um, John C. Riley was who he had in mind when he wrote the part of Frank. Huh. That, he would have pulled it off. Yeah, he would have been yeah. good too. Quite well. Yeah. Um, but instead, we got Rain Wilson as Frank Darbo, the Crimson Bolt, of course, best known as Dwight from The Office. Um, we've seen him previously in uh, um, My Super Ex Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, yippee. Uh, uh, Elliot Page as Libby slash Bolty. Um, we have seen Elliot Page previously. In uh, which one was it? Was it the second one? Was that uh, the second X Men? It was the third. Oh yeah, as, uh, Kitty Pride. Yeah, Kitty Pride in X Men: Last Stand. Yeah. Um, Juno. That's when she broke, or he broke. Yeah, they broke onto the scene. <laughs> yeah, Juno um, was definitely the first time I saw Elliot Page. Um, I also saw them in um, Inception. Was probably the next time I became aware. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, the Umbrella Academy. Which I haven't gotten yeah. to yet, but I hear oh. it's very good. Yeah, you haven't? Not yet. Yeah. How lucky. I just started Doom Patrol recently. <laughs> Doom Patrol, and um, I'm going to be finishing Invincible tonight with Jude. So, Oh, good uh, Lord. <laughs> I just watched that. <laughs> did, you, still... did you watch the whole series already? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we have the last two episodes to do tonight. <laughs> That was, yeah. it was amazing so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Liv Tyler um, as a, I swear we've, we've seen her in something, I swear, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, maybe I've just watched Lord of the Rings so many times. Yeah. Say, I just, one. yeah. Oh, the Incredible Hulk. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes, Betty. <laughs> That's right. That was the most forgettable MCU film of all time. Um, yeah, we saw her in that. Um, she'll, yeah, she's always just Arwen or like half of the Catholic school yeah. girl team right. of, um, from, uh, the, uh, Aerosmith, uh, videos, uh, Kevin Bacon, Miss, Mr. Kevin Bacon. This is our first time. Um, his first movie was, uh, Animal House. Yes. Yeah, sure was. Which, wow. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? He delivers that line. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, Iconic. His uh, big breakout was uh, Diner. Um, Friday the 13th was a big one for him, of course. Um, Tremors. 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 Flatliners was that same year. Flatliners and Tremors came out in the same year. Wow. Um, Yeah. Uh, Wild Things, which is like one of the top uh, um, (laughs) romantic or like romantic thrillers like of the 90s don't forget footloose oh oh yeah geez yeah yeah, yeah thanks al absolutely that's, that's where i saw him first yeah that's probably definitely the first place well i don't know i might have seen animal house before footloose i can't remember um he has never not worked since animal house yeah he is yeah ev- yeah he's constantly in something uh there's stir- a game out of it I yeah mean. Oh yeah. Like the yeah. Oh he yeah. connects the universe. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. The, the man freaking works. Um, Stir of Echoes, by the way, is a really underrated uh, horror film, I think. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion is the Holy oh, Avenger. Shoot. I just noticed uh, he, maybe we talked about it before, but he was second teenager in Hero at Large. Remember? <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin Bacon. So, yeah. That's right. Making, he was making fun of John Ritter. 
<laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. And what well, you know, what's funny is that um, <laughs> I was listening to another podcast about this uh, movie, which it was not a great podcast, so I don't even remember what it was called. But they mentioned that they thought this was like an updated version of Hero at Large, kind of. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Huh. I forgot about that. So yeah, Nathan Fillion as the Holy Avenger, uh, best known as Mal from Firefly. Um, he was also Castle in Castle. <laughs> um, he, uh, God, he's been around for so long. He uh, started out in the 90s on One Life to Live. He played Joey Buchanan. <laughs> he was nominated for a daytime Emmy. Wow. Hmm. Um, he, <laughs> he brought it. He was in Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place along with uh, Deadpool. Um, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Then he got cast um, in uh, in Firefly. Um, I feel like he's one of those guys that never, like, everyone knows who he is, but he never, like, broke out. Yeah. Like, he's firmly everyone's favorite B-lister. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, Michael Rooker is back in, <laughs> as Abe. We we saw him in another, in, most recently, in a uh, another um, uh, religious-centric superhero movie, um, Super Capers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's weird, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Our, our least favorite superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. bottom of the list. <laughs> My brain erased it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he'll be in uh, other James Gunn movies, as we know. Yeah, we yeah obviously. on our list. Yeah, we'll yeah. see him again. Um, he's great. He's great in this. He is fucking great. He is. Yeah. I love Michael never, Rooker. Yeah, never have I seen a bad or half-assed performance. Yeah, he yeah. brings so much to this basic like goon role. Yeah, yeah. He has some unique qualities for a goon, but all right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I lo- like how he's a goon who's a little like realistic, just like shit. Like that's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, just stop. Stop. He doing has that. humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I saw him and uh, what's his face once at um at a comic con. Uh, the dude, his brother from uh from uh, oh, Walking Norman Dead. Reedus? Yeah, Norman Reedus. I saw they were yeah. both together at a comic con. I went to like five six years ago. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, well, Fillion was at that one too, actually. Now that I think about it, but um, <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they kept like yelling at people like across, like they'd see another celebrity that was like a bigger celebrity than them, and they'd yell at them. <laughs> it was funny because yeah. Um, all right, uh, Greg Henry plays the detective, John Falkner, um, noted character actor. Other, he's in Guardians. Yes. Yeah, that's oh. right. He's granddad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, he's yeah. been, he's, I mean, he's a noted character actor. He's been in a million things. He yeah. was in Scarface, um, uh, oh, Star Trek Insurrection. He was in that one. Hmm. Um, uh, ooh, bal- Ballistic X versus Sever. I didn't know about that one. Oh, he was also, uh, he was also in Slither. So he seems to be another one of James Gunn's, uh, the James Gunn players. Yeah, his rep company. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Um, rounding out the cast, we got uh, Sean Gunn as Toby. Andre Royo as Hamilton. I forgot about Andre Royo. Um, yeah, Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was in Fringe. Oh, and Party Down. Oh, right. Did you guys watch Party Down? Yeah, no. Party Down was. I like that show. Um, uh, He's an incredible actor. Yeah, that man can seriously. Oh man. Oh god, yeah. Me, he has made me cry so many times in The Wire. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Just being a fucking junkie, which is crazy. I thought he called you up and just said terrible <laughs> things to you. <laughs> We, we've got a few what are essentially cameos here, too. Um, we've got uh, William Catt as Sergeant Fitzgibbon. William Catt, you know, of course, he was um, the greatest American hero. Whoa, I didn't know yeah. that. He was in Carrie. He was in Butch, Cat, Butch and Sundance the yeah. early years. Um, uh, yeah. Um, in the 80s, he, he uh, was in a bunch of the Perry Mason television mil- movies. So, Did he have a blonde perm in this? No, it's not a perm. It's still kind of blonde. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Linda Cardellini as the pet store employee. Rob Zombie was the voice of God. <laughs> uh, Don Mack was Mr. Range. Zach Gilford as Jerry. Um, Steve Agee as a comic book store employee. Oh, he was an employee? I thought he was just another another yeah, we, browser. You see him asleep behind the counter at one oh, point. Oh, I didn't and notice I that. by that, too. Yeah, I thought he was another, like... Uh, Patron. Like a parent of that kid yeah. telling the kid to like grab that shit. I think that he was just a shitty employee. Yeah. Huh. Um, Molly Milligan as uh, Jennifer Helgeland. James Gunn played Demon Swill, the bad, the demon oh, from the Holy God. Avenger. Wrapping his tongue around the whole time. He's like, I'm making these kids bored or whatever he was trying to Right. Um, so. Um, Lloyd Kaufman was in here. Yes. Yeah. I was waiting for that. And yeah, it was like I, the trauma version of Stanley. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I didn't see him. I, I knew he was in it and then I didn't see him. He was on, he was being interviewed on the news. Oh, yeah. okay. He, yeah. he was also in the crowd when they uh, oh. kill Sean Gunn. He yeah. they have the him listed. He's screaming at people out of the car window. They have him listed as nine one one man. Uh, huh. Okay. Um, so this movie exists in the same universe as a film we're going to be doing uh, probably, I don't know, in a few months. Um, Brightburn. Oh. Bright, uh, James Gunn produced Brightburn. And um, yeah, there is, there is a photo of the Crimson Bolt um, in Brightburn and a conspiracy the- theorist um, named Big T in Brightburn um, has uh, pictures of like actual superheroes, like up on a wall and the crimson bolts, one of them. Wow. Yeah. So, um, Hmm. That's uh, coming up in a few months. So it's kind of like a clover feel thing where there's, they're connected, but they, their stories aren't in any way. Yeah. Kind of like that. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So um, that's about it for our uh, background here. This has 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's a little low, personally. Uh, um, and I've got uh, one review here. Anna W. <laughs> writes, You don't need to have superpowers to enjoy this movie about a guy without superpowers. <laughs> Four stars. 
Yeah, that's it. (laughs) She's right. Yeah, no, she's 100% right. I cannot disagree. I cannot chip through that argument. Yeah. So um, that's it, guys. That brings us to the movie. Are you ready to jump on in to Super? I'm going to get some snacks. (laughs) (laughs) I have some eggs to cook. (sighs) Oh, eggs. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Here we go. This is Super. We open with a voiceover. Frank Darbo tells us that he's only had two perfect moments in his life, which has otherwise been miserable. Um, yeah, and the one is just so depressing. Oh, my you know, God. Like, he didn't stop that crime. He was just like, in there. Mm-hmm. You immediately, look- you're immediately sad for this guy. Yeah, just off off the bench, sad for him. Watching somebody else kiss Arwen uh, made me sad. <laughs> oh, good for Rain Wilson, though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Rain Wilson got to kiss Arwen, Live. so yeah. Um, which you know, by the way, Dwight from The Office would be like absolutely head over heels about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, and the Crimson Bolt as a character. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the yeah. Strangler, and this is That's like so wow. Strangler. If it was him playing Dwight, playing the, yeah. <laughs> wow. That would be yeah. Awesome. The Crimson Bolt is such a Dwight style superhero, actually. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, he draws pictures of these two moments, puts them on the wall. Uh, his wife Sarah is less than supportive. Yeah, don't you think the hands are a little big? <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> weird criticism. Like, I thought yeah, they were perfect. Yeah. I thought they looked good. Cartoony hands, they looked great. Yeah. Why but, do you need to critique a crayon drawing? But he doesn't he doesn't redraw them. He whites them out and makes the hands yes. extra tiny. He doesn't make them normal size, he makes them extra tiny. You want them small? You're getting small. God damn it. Uh, so, all right. Uh, she's beginning to do drugs and hang out with bad people. Frank fantasizes about murdering her friends. Right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> that shot of Sean Gunn squirting blood out of his neck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie is a hard R, everybody, by the way. Um we get a guy named Jacques who shows up looking for Sarah, compliments <laughs> Frank's cooking, and then leaves. So, which, which he spells as Jock, like Jock's trap. Yeah, like Jock. Um, if I learned anything, it's that bacon loves eggs in this picture. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. How good can you make eggs? I've had bad eggs, but I've had better eggs. <laughs> like, yeah, no, there's a certain, like... At a certain There's point, a trick. There's some tricks. You know? I mean, you can do a few you things, but at, but at a certain point with scrambled eggs, yeah. it was scrambledly made, right? It wasn't fried or anything. Yeah. Because if it's fried, then yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. really yeah. not up to him. But <laughs> right, I mean, there's a certain a few things you can do to make them a little fluffier and like some seasoning in sure. them. But at a certain yeah. point, you know, you're going to be putting like salsa or something on them, anyways. Yeah. They also look like shitty eggs, so this is definitely acting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Like Kevin, this, you gotta give it to your all. This is like the next moment where you truly feel sorry for this guy. Some dude shows up looking for your wife, right? And you let him in to eat eggs that you just made. Oh god, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it reminds me of that Mulaney joke where he's just like, "You could spill soup in my lap, and I'd apologize to you." <laughs> <laughs> I heard. 
I heard so. Okay, so every. I mean, we're all aware of Mulaney's recent issues. Yeah. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I apparently he started doing some shows now, like as to like as a warm up for you know whatever. He's a stand up. They do that. Um. But um, <laughs> the one joke I heard post uh post rehab is like um he was talking about the intervention. Um, that his friends had, and he was like, um, "He was like, how dare you make me think I was going to get dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, but where's my present? Yeah. And it was like, "You're all on Saturday Night Live, but none of you are being funny. What's going on?" Yeah. I'm here for the five o'clock free crack giveaway. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you have a seat? All right, so um. Five days later, Sarah leaves Frank without even telling him or a note. She's just gone and everything yeah. everything is gone with her. She's an asshole. Yeah, she sucks. She sucks uh, even did, when she's sober, honestly. Did, <laughs> I mean, she, did she leave a needle? Is that what he found? Oh, he yeah. Found like, he, yeah, he found one thing. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? I can't oh. tell if that's like a hypodermic needle or. I think it might have been. I guess yeah, it would make sense because at first they show her smoking weed and they're like, bro, close the door. <laughs> We've all said, but yeah, she graduated to heroin or what have you. Pretty quickly. Yeah. So maybe it, was, it must have been a syringe with the like four foot purple plastic bong. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend has to light it. It's the most nineties yeah. bong of all time. Right. For real. I'd be more insulted that it's like, this is some high school shit. <laughs> right. Next we're going to have me smoking out of an apple, motherfuckers. Right. right. Roll the joint like a human being. <laughs> um, so, all right. Then we get a credit sequence. Um, dancing, singing credit sequence. I love this. This is incredible. Yeah. Hand drawn, weird Bollywood style dance sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the whole movie, I think. Yeah. I, I do want to point out, it's not the first time it's been done, but I really appreciated his motivation for crime fighting. Like, it would have been so easy to make it revenge-oriented, which it slightly is, but he just wants to get his girlfriend back, and that's his beef. It just felt nice. (laughs) So many uh, superheroes have to have some fucking tragedy. Yeah. No, he slides into crime fighting real easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> without yeah. a whole right. lot of prompting with a unique motivation i guess that was yeah. my point yeah yeah absolutely um so all right so frank confronts Jacques outside of a strip club Jacques tells frank that sarah doesn't want to see him anymore um Jacques <laughs> is so just like dude this sucks she left you yeah. <laughs> like right just, just be cool yeah like it sucks but you know what are you gonna do <laughs> oh he says Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> he had a little bit of the same uh, energy Christoph Waltz had, <laughs> where we were, you know, like a ruthless bad guy, but also he he's listening and uh, he, he, yeah, suggestions and very Dude, reasonable. I was, I was nice to you. Yeah. I complimented you on your eggs. On your eggs. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, and then his line at the end of this scene is brilliant. What was it? Well, because he starts hitting his car and all this shit, and he's like, "Touch it one more time." He does touch it one more time, and he does, and he's like, "That's not that's not the kind of touching I was talking about." Yeah, he's I'm gonna go in his car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, at his job as a fry cook, Frank mopes. Then he goes to the police and asks them to arrest Jacques. 
the detective he sees tells him he can't arrest him for his wife leaving him. No, you can't. No. Hey, but that's probably where you got good at cooking eggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 See? Ties in. <laughs> it's all coming World together. Building. Webs. World I, I, building. I love the fact that he goes to the cops. Because yeah. someone stole his wife. Yeah. That is like, like the whitest know. shit I have ever seen like, in my entire life. Right. But they stole my wife. Yeah. That's a crime. Stealing's illegal. She, she yeah. packed her bags, right? Yeah. yeah. She, she, she took all her clothes with her. <laughs> she told you where she was going. Yeah. No, she didn't. But yeah. yeah. He knew. Because um, of Jean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Frank goes to a pet store, thinks about getting a bunny, but doesn't. Why a fucking bunny, man? Like all of us. Why not a puppy? Or like a snake? I mean, but- <laughs> that's the spectrum. Yeah. Snake, no cats, dog, no rabbit. In the middle. Bunny. Yeah. I mean, bunny's kind of right. In- bunny's kind of the perfect like level of commitment that Frank can deal with. Like, it's not like a dog where he has to walk it all the time. Um, you know. You can train him to use a litter box. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. You can. said. You put litter in the corner, um, and they they'll go in it. It has to go in the corner, though. We we used to sell bunnies. Um, if he uh, gets a dog, it will eventually begin to tell him to kill people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, at home, Frank watches the show about a hero called the Holy Avenger. <laughs> this That's was all amazing on the All Jesus Network. Yeah, all, all, <laughs> all Jesus. Jesus all Jesus, all the time. Oh man. So, <laughs> Every, all the holy avenger stuff was hilarious um yeah who was the the actress in that who was that she looked familiar i wasn't sure if it was allison brie no um uh, it was i said her name earlier it's not anyone i've heard of it was oh. uh her name was molly milligan huh why do i recognize that name i'll get back hmm. to you on that Anyways, um, Wait, it wasn't <laughs> Michaela Hoover. Was that it? I don't know. As Holly? <laughs> it wasn't Mickey Moskowitz. Oh, wait. <laughs> Maybe it was. Um, I thought what that were we talking about <laughs> the girl from the Holy Avenger. Um, oh, it might have been. I couldn't, I didn't actually catch what the character's name was. Was it Holly? Was that the character's I, I name? I think it. I think it was. Okay. And if so, we're going to see her in Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad. Oh, interesting. There you have it. Huh. So maybe you've seen her in Guardians then, Brian. Oh. Or your dreams. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, Did he already see Christ on the wall? No, not yet. We'll get there. Sorry. Okay, so yeah. we got to get um, the tentacle porn first. <laughs> Yeah. Later, right. yeah. So later, Frank finds uh, Jacques and Sarah, confronts them again. Sarah doesn't want to go with Frank. He tries to attack Jacques' car and he gets beaten up by Jacques' guys. She's then, like, Jacques knows how to draw hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the whole time. She's like, no, it's just Frank. He's just Frank. It's fine. He's just Frank. Yeah. It's like, wow. <clears throat> like, it's true. He is just Frank. <laughs> He's just Frank. Uh, at home, Frank prays to God to get Sarah back. He has a bit of an existential crisis. I mean, my God, <laughs> why yeah. did you put me in this pathetic meat? 
<laughs> I hate you, God, is how he opens his prayer. Yeah, I hate you, God. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Are you there, God? It's me, Frank. <laughs> then that night he has a holy vision. God opens up his brain and touches it, putting the vision of a mask in it. The Holy Avenger then tells him that he is chosen. Um, so, like, this whole um, sequence was, was w- looked great for whatever budget they had. It looked really good. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. And this is where they had the flashback to his other visions, uh, the one of him when he was eight with Jesus sitting on the wall. <laughs> Je- yeah. Jesus just, don't worry about it. Why is everybody so serious? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember what he said. I guess awesome. That is well, so it, funny. It's clear that he has been hallucinating his entire life. Yeah, he has been mentally unstable since the beginning. He might be slightly. He might have schizophrenia. I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's he, there's something. Yeah, for sure, he's mentally ill without question. Um, so the next morning, he goes to a comic book shop where uh, he meets Libby. A clerk there, she recognizes him as the cook from the diner, and he gets a copy of The Holy Avenger. She wonders why no one's ever just become a real superhero. After mm-hmm. mocking The Holy Avenger. Yeah. Pretty yeah. severely. But then she says, oh, he's got a point. All it takes to be a superhero is the choice to fight evil. Yeah, which in, which Frank like really hears that. Right. Um, yeah, so that's the thing about Frank. Who knows what the mental illness is, but the old rule of thumb is... You know, you talk to God, that's prayer. God talking back to you is insanity. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Frank creates that. Frank uh, creates a suit. We get a little montage. Then he goes out into the streets to fight crime. The first night he can't find any. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm sitting behind that dumpster. Yeah, just sitting there. And he hears the next me. night. Oh, he yeah. He practices his lines uh, in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, crime. <laughs> Here's the crimson bolt. Crime. <laughs> crime. Uh, what did he chase down the street? They thought maybe it was a crime, but it was like it was a, a box. It was a, it was a cardboard a box. box. <laughs> I'll go back and get it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go back and get it. <laughs> he wants to make sure that no weapon that uh, that his diary, God knows he's gonna get it. Um yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so all right, so he goes to the library. To find out where crime is. <laughs> um, and the librarian helps him, despite the, despite his very real human beard. Uh, so uh, he goes to the bad part of town and just straight up attracts a drug dealer who, yeah. who rather easily fends him off. Um. But the guys that are in there that are like, I think this is just sunflower seeds glued to a pops. What is it, a popsicle stick? <laughs> yeah. Um. So Frank <laughs> runs home. He goes back to the comic book shop and he gets some books about heroes without powers. Um. He realizes he needs weapons. So at home, he finds his weapon, <laughs> a pipe wrench. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, a blunt object will hurt people frank you're not yeah those are heavy yeah i I will say i was disappointed to see him not use it as a wrench once in the movie yeah it would be really (laughs) funny to be like ah fuck i could take this gate off at the place or whatever (laughs) a gas leak yeah (laughs) 
Um, so he goes back and just beats the drug dealer <laughs> from the previous scene with the pipe wrench. Just beats him and leaves. <laughs> the old beat and leave. Yeah. That's well. Yeah, I've done that myself a few times, but it was different. Uh, so we get a montage of Frank training and beating up criminals with his pipe wrench. He's trying to like he does some pull ups. Yeah. Um, then we get a flashback to how he and Sarah got together. She went to jail and rehab. Then she was a waitress at his diner. Um, he gave her a ride to uh, to a group, and then they hooked up and got married in just a few weeks. <laughs> the yeah. scene with her and her, I, I think that was her sister, in the diner where Frank is just sitting there <laughs> saying nothing <laughs> as they scream at each other. <laughs> and when they first had sex, she was crying. <laughs> no, then they both started, they were both crying. <laughs> Frank was crying too. Yep. Uh, uh, oh, yikes. Yeah. Um, then we see that the Crimson Bolt is making the news. Uh, his friend from the diner invites him to the movies that night. And Frank arrives first, gets tickets to wait in line. Meanwhile, a man cuts in line in front of them. Frank freaks out. <laughs> goes, Larry David style. Yeah. Oh, my God, that is such a Larry David or George Costanza move, isn't it? Yeah, always oh, done it on curb. Like, no, no cutting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Frank goes, puts on his costume in his car, and then beats the man and his companion with the pipe wrench. Yeah. You also put it in line when he hits her in the face. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he's starting to go over the edge a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this this is the first time where it's like, okay, this isn't actually a crime. This isn't well, re- like... It's a seven deadly, you know, sloth, greed, pride, cutting in line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you can't just, you can't, you can't just beat assholes up. <laughs> like, as much as we don't like to sometimes, you can't. No. A tenant of society. I'm very curious as to uh, wh- how Frank would fare during the COVID pandemic, <laughs> like mm. with anti-maskers. <laughs> yeah, or just in like LA traffic. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dressed as the Crimson Bolt, <laughs> stuck in just your the mask on as he gets out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, that night he prays for a sign to continue being the Crimson. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. At home, Frank is visited. Uh. Oh my gosh. No, I keep skipping. <laughs> By three ghosts. Yeah. I'm sorry. I skipped that. Um, Libby comes into the diner to ask Frank if he's the Crimson Bolt. He denies it. She invites him to a party at her new apartment. Then at home, Frank's visited by the detectives he saw previously. Uh, he worries about going to jail, but the detective is just there to follow up on some paperwork. We both agreed that your wife left on her own accord. We came to that conclusion together. That's what the detective says to him. Yeah, right. it's a whole like, like I need you to sign something that says that. Yeah, I need to close this case. Thank you. Libby at the diner uh, says, uh, uh, "My name's Libby, and don't say, don't make some joke about Libby's on your label. It just pisses me off." Which I had to look up. Oh yeah, the brand Libby. It's a food brand, right? Lib- Libby's canned vegetables. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, but then yeah. immediately makes fun of his name. Yeah. <laughs> right. She does. Yeah. Um, so uh, I hope you'll be frank with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all be frank. Uh, so, um, yeah. Um, so that night he prays for a sign to continue being the Crimson Bolt. He doesn't receive one, so he throws away his costume and crime-fighting stuff. But then he watches the Holy Avenger and is re-inspired to keep going out. So he retrieves his stuff from the dumpster. Well, I forget there's a specific line that like Jesus doesn't want you throwing out your calling or your like purity I, like trash or yeah. something. Uh, yeah. I got it. It's uh they they knew in their hearts they couldn't throw away what Jesus called on them to do. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. That's that's the line that gets them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because he threw it in the trash, literally. <laughs> um, so he goes to uh, to Jacques' house, follows him um, to spy on him and Sarah. He sees them preparing for a big drug deal um, and testing a new drug out on Sarah. Frank breaks Jacques' window, <laughs> but they begin shooting at him and he runs away. Um, I love the fact that they just immediately recognize him be- yeah. because, yeah. because that's superhero masks don't actually hide your identity. Well, and they've had so many run-ins, you know, he's, all, yeah. he's a nuisance now, which I meant to mention earlier when the car touching thing, uh, the way Michael Rooker offered him some good and plenties was just so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Shaking the box. Yeah, towards him. Uh, So, all right, yeah. um, (laughs) They chase him. um, They shoot him in the leg. But Frank does escape. Uh, He goes to Libby's, who's currently having her party. Uh, He's dressed in a trash bag. (laughs) He puts trash bags over (laughs) his costume. (laughs) And he demands that she come into the room immediately by herself. I mean... In the movie, her friends reacted appropriately, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't leave because <laughs> her boyfriend's like, "Should I? I should stay." Yeah, how creepy! Well, and she screams immediately when he takes yes. the trash bag off, and they're like, she "Are you?" Screams. They're right outside the door still. Are you okay? She's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I'm yeah. Good. Well, we're, I mean, we're friends. As as we understand, Libby herself doesn't make the best choices, so. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> that true. The best way to put it. I, I meant the other party goes, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, yeah, he reveals his superhero identity to her. She kicks her party goers out and tends to his wounds as best she can. Like pouring <laughs> alcohol into just, his bullet just wounds. Straight. That's oh my god. Like oh only a comic book store employee could. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I yeah, I appreciate the whole like, no, real people would have no idea how to tend to a gunshot wound. No. Opposite. Yeah, she they like tied a necktie or he had tied like a necktie around it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um so she offers to let him stay with her in order to hide out from uh, Jacques and his guys. Meanwhile, the detective <laughs> sees the picture. I liked how um so all of the artist renditions of Frank became slowly more and more looking like him. Like the first yes. one, he looked like a like <laughs> like your standard kind of superhero guy, and but uh-huh. at this point, like it's basically just looking like Rain Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Did you see the office where there was that flat? There was a flasher. 
the flasher and they do the composite sketch and it looks exactly like Dwight but just with a little mustache (laughs) little mustache and no glasses and he's standing next to it at one point yeah that's immediately what I thought of when I saw this too yeah (sighs) totally Um, yeah, so the detective realizes that the artist's rendition of the Crimson Bolt looks just like Frank. He goes to Frank's house, but Frank isn't there, but Jacques' thugs are, and they kill the detective. <laughs> they, all three of them shoot him. Yeah. So yeah, all of them. Like, we're the Jacques flock. <laughs> <laughs> Take well, that. And then they're just like, oh, shit, it's a cop. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's right. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Libby suggests to Frank that she be his kid's sidekick. She makes a costume and calls herself Bolty. <laughs> what were the other names that she had? Kid uh, Bolt? Bolt Girl, Kid Crimson, and her favorite, the Creeping Bam. Well, what the hell's a Toro anyways? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I-, I thought Kid Crimson, that's pretty good. Yeah. But Bolty. Bolty is Bolty. hilarious. He sounds like an animated character in a safety video you'd see. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, Don't go near down power lines, says Bolty. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, uh, all of her moves are like so like eight-year-olds. Like, look what I can do. <laughs> the cartwheels. He's like, you can yeah. do cartwheels. Uh, but uh, she couldn't. She yeah, kept getting up and falling down. Like kicking in the air. She's so winded by the end of it, too. She does cartwheels about as well as I do. I'll be I your kid's sidekick. How old are you? I'm 22, you know? <laughs> Ward. That's I'm not Ward age. <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't think we've gotten her ridiculous cackle at this point. No. No. Yeah. She's... Uh, this. That is one of the most endearing and humanizing yet frightening sounds in this movie. <laughs> Elliot Page did a great job in this. Um, yes, because yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Libby is truly terrifying while also being so sympathetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a what, weird line that what, just gets grayed over by the end of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, they. Uh, Frank is reticent at first, but she convinces him to go fight crime. Um, they don't find any, so she tells him about a guy that keyed her friend's car. Yeah. yeah. They're boredom. Just like, ah, ah, just seething boredom. Yes. <laughs> Whistling and humming and just like, this is it? This is what you do? <sighs> yeah. Immediately. I made me feel anxious. I, so well done. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, uh, the, uh, the the thing she's whistling actually was written by James Gunn, um, and it huh. was called "Moonlight on the Prairie" (parentheses Libby's hum). Whoa! All right. That was in, that was just buried in the credits. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> so all right, um, they go to this dude's house and they just beat and disfigure him mercilessly. Um, Libby goes too far. She's about to kill him. Um, but, uh, Frank stops her. He gets angry. She keeps saying his name. Frank, (laughs) Frank, Frank. Yeah. Well, and he asks her, are you sure this is the guy? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Pretty sure. sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. She has a bloodlust slightly. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so he fires Libby, but on the way home, <laughs> they stop for gas and run into a couple of Jacques thugs. 
They chase Frank down the street. They're about to kill him, but Libby runs them down. Um, hits one with well, the. Cr- she's in her underwear in the back seat. Yeah, she's changing into like her changing. street clothes. Yeah, but still wearing her mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her mask which and is, the gloves. Yeah, <laughs> the mask and the gloves. Yeah. Still her on. mask, which is made out of that like poofy foam stuff that you get at craft stores, and is cl- yeah. way less like. Way less good at hiding your uh, your identity than even Frank's mask is. Yeah. I mean, Zorro had a hat also, not just <laughs> <Yeah>. a mask. <laughs> then the George Hamilton version of Zorro had some fabulous hats. Yeah. Yeah. But you could tell it was him from that tan. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. could tell. Um, but all right. So they uh, – yeah, she 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 pins uh, Sean Gunn up against the wall, um, the same way that uh, Happy did uh, with a uh, whiplash. Yeah. All right. Yes. But this has a slightly more realistic effect on him. Mm-hmm. Crushing his legs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frank just shoots the other dude. He gets the gun, just shoots him. Um, and they escape. Although the crowd witnessed it, but they're kind of like on their side. Yeah, they get like applause. Yeah, and there's that one part where she gives the little girl the thumbs up. <laughs> Libby revels publicly in the crushing of evil. Yeah, literally, the yeah. literal crushing of evil. <laughs> yes, and this is the first like uncontrollable cackle that we get. Right, or yeah. it's just like, oh my god, are they the bad guy? You're the bad guy, and swear bad guys and profusely. Like yeah, yes. fucking right. tell crime. Yeah. The crowd um, reminded me of a taxi crowd. Yeah. Just so fickle back and forth and screaming. <laughs> yeah, so fickle. <laughs> uh, so um, at home, Frank decides Libby can keep helping him, but they need better weapons. She suggests they make out. Frank is horrified at the idea. We get a really interesting, uh, this, this is something that I think James Gunn does really well, where he, she's like, I forget exactly the line that she says, but Rain Wilson says uh, it's between the panels. That's what happens between the panels, being bored. Yeah. 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 Which is an interesting board in comics book in comic books. Yeah. It's an interesting perspective on, on superheroes writ large where we only see the action moments. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of the, there were the soldier character in uh, Falcon and winter soldier, but he said, um, there's never anything to do until there's something to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. the stakeout moment where they're both sitting behind the trash can waiting, mm-hmm. right. and waiting and waiting. Yeah. But a cool, a cool perspective that we don't really see in a lot of superhero movies or that don't expressly say what's happening or why that's interesting. Why mm-hmm. that's humanizing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, they go shopping. <laughs> They buy a bunch of guns. Um, they got the anarchist cookbook. I recognize. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you can buy that. No, no. It's it's yeah. out of print. Yeah, I. Yeah, I've had copies of that in the past, and yeah, never I, never a book version. I remember when they used to sell it at Bookman's back in the nineties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you could get like a spiral bound copy of it that like people had printed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandpa had one because he was a chemist for the fire department, and it was something that you oh, wow. needed to know where people were getting these fucking wacky ideas from. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I was never allowed to look through it, so I found my own copy. Thank you, Grandpa. Um, <laughs> Libby in the uh, in the gun store was 
rabid. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> like, bumping into that guy and like gonna kill him with the machete <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah she's essentially her her id is completely let loose at this point and she's just going hog wild chaotic chaotic good yeah um yeah eh, good it's well she claims to be she yeah to be. yeah absolutely yeah. um she wants a wolverine claws <laughs> they get oh yeah um they get, make some pipe bombs um they practice shooting um, they're actually getting pretty good to be pretty good shots. Um, then we see on the news that public opinion is starting to the projectile wrist weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, that All one. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and when we see on the news that public opinion is starting to swing to the crimson bolt's favor, that comes up later. Yeah, yeah. it's a Chekhov's gun yeah. moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that night, Libby wants to fight crime, but Frank is trying to sleep, so she tries to seduce him. When he refuses, she basically just rapes him yeah yep um that's, that's, that's a rough scene it was. that is a rough scene yeah this was wow yeah well and he runs to the bathroom and pukes afterwards mm-hmm. and, and sees his wife's face in the puke yes yeah that's whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah he's disgusted Ooh. that he broke his vow to the wife that left him yeah um but then uh, he has a vision immediately, um, and he decides it's time to go free Sarah. Yeah. So uh, they head to Jacques' house, and when they get there, they see a drug dealer, uh, Mr. Range. He's shown up to uh, do a deal for the brand new drug that Jacques has. <laughs> it's a new drug, the kind that won't let you down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mr. Range uh, goes in. He's offered several prostitutes, but he wants to be with Sarah while the deal is being finalized. I found it really interesting that um, Jacques is um, Mr. Range's Frank, as Frank is to Jacques. Yeah, yeah. The guy that just comes Frank's in and all the way down. comes in and just takes what <laughs> he wants, and yeah, yeah, he's a step above Jacques as far as this. Um. So, uh. Let's see. Frank and Libby take out a number of their guards with their new weapons. <laughs> she jumps out of a fucking tree. And, and Wolverine the, claws the dude. Yeah. That is you fucking vis- terrifying. Because what I realized in watching this is that Elliot Page is a tiny person. Like a hundred pounds, four foot ten, like tiny. Yeah. Like tree squirrel little person. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that jumping I, down a on sea squirrel. Yeah. That <laughs> tiny body jumping down with those humongous claws slashing yeah. at you. Dear Lord. They were like they were as big as Libby's arm, practically. Yeah. 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 They're not a child, but it would be like a child attacking you with Wolverine. Just how terrifying. Yeah. Like kick ass. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not much taller than Dakota Fanning and kick ass. Not, not much. So um yeah. Oh, so they come out. Uh, oh, yeah. So they use a pipe bomb, which draws the attention of the guys inside. They come out shooting and kill Libby. Yeah, I, this that, was yeah. shocking. I did not expect that at all. No. Or the 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 image that they showed. Yeah. Her, with her head half missing. A realistic head wound. Yeah. 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 It was like wild. Mm-hmm. And this clear, like clearly Frank is just like. Oh shit. He has like an oh shit moment, but he's like, like, gotta keep going. 
He's on yeah. a mission from God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, actually fires him up. Yeah. Yeah. It gets him going. <laughs> he, uh, he just stands there as they shoot at him like it's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> with his bulletproof vest. He attacks oh, with I, renewed vigor and resolve. Yeah. And kills the guys uh, for, with his pipe bombs. Libby is, before she dies, obviously, is running <laughs> with the Kevlar vest. And falls because the Kevlar vest is so heavy. heavy. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That was our last like adorable moment. And Uh, she's so tiny. Yeah, and the vest is so big, laying on her back like a turtle. (laughs) She can't get right. So, all right. Um, inside, Mister Range, once he hears the Crimson Bolt is coming, calls off the deal. (laughs) <laughs> he's all not like this. Yeah. He's like the Crimson Bolt. Like, no. I heard about him in the news. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jacques just kills him. Um, yeah. And then yep. Frank does the thing where he like um, swings the body at the window. <laughs> does the diehard like yeah. distraction? Yeah. Behind you. And shows in he kills the last of Jacques' guys. Jacques brings Sarah out, hands her over to Frank, but then pulls a gun and shoots him in the arm. Um, they they struggle. Frank gets the upper hand and stabs Jacques to death while screaming at him about what you're not supposed to do. Well, after First, shooting him in the in the groin, oh, with, with his, his uh, with his shooty blade thing, his wrist projectile. Thing that yeah. we spoke of, yeah. Which you get you get stabbed in the in the nards, man. You're not gonna last long. No, yeah, no. Yeah. That's just lots of blood flow down there, and that right. and that Second had it. That had a lot of force behind it. That embedded itself up inside his crotch. Yeah. Uh, the line uh, Jacques says, "You really think that stabbing me is going to change the world?" And he says, "I can't know unless I try." <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Like, wow, that is a superhero line, but dude. Yeah. It's also a Dwight Schrute line. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Either way. Yeah. At this point, it doesn't fade to black. It fades to red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that. We see that used a couple of times in the movie, which was an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, Frank takes Sarah home with him. And through voiceover, we find out she got clean again. Uh, left him after four months, although he was able to make his peace with that. Um, she went back to school. She had a family. Was that husband? It seemed like that husband was supposed to be someone we recognized from earlier in the film, but I couldn't place it. Uh, I, didn't I, recognize him. I didn't recognize him either. I, yeah. I think that it was I just like. So. It was just he someone was, new. Yeah, just yeah. the way, way Frank talked about him. It made it feel that way. Um, yeah. So, and we find out Frank's close with them. He's like Probably. Uncle Uncle Frank to the yeah. kids. Uncle Frank, yeah. Yeah. Um, Frank now has a whole wall full of drawings of all his perfect moments, and he also has a pet rabbit. Roll credits. He, he seemed more unhinged with the wall full of children's drawings than he did beforehand. <laughs> yeah, especially since, since like the kids' drawings that came to him from like her kids' drawings were about on the same level as his drawings. Well, yeah. And stories of him killing people. They're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of when I saved your mom from those uh, drug dealers and I murdered a bunch of people. They're like, Ooh, I could draw that and send that to Uncle Frank. When I murdered that French Canadian fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques. <laughs> yeah, he was just a football player. 
the high school football team. <laughs> Jock. God, that made me laugh so much. Jock. Uh, I can really see how this movie got um, helped get uh, James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was. Did you guys? Did you guys watch all the way to the end? No. Was there something after credits? There, there were no. Uh, there was no video, but um, it was just uh, the voice of the Holy Avenger saying, "Sweet Jesus, uh, bathe my hand in the power of God." <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say there was a scene, but yeah, I heard that. That was funny. Yeah, nothing. Oh yeah, Nathan Fillion also gonna be in the Suicide Squad. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Reprising his role as the Holy Avenger. I hope so. <laughs> we can help. <laughs> He's on the Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) We had to get him out of his max security prison he was in. Uh, uh, I didn't really have any unanswered (laughs) questions for this movie. Um, Yeah, I mean, he did a great job writing and directing. I mean, Uh, there was care taken. I have one unanswered question. What you got? Does nobody miss the detective who got murdered in Frank's house? Yeah, that was never brought up. There was never anything like on the news, like missing detective that I spotted or anything. Yeah, there wasn't even cleaned up the crime. (laughs) There wasn't even a ceremony at Bird Church or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Bird funerals, man, they're expensive. Yeah. It's the cleanup afterwards that'll get you. Up. First, you gotta bird union. clean up all the bird poop. Then you've got to clean up all the blood from the seven-way Mexican standoff. And then you have to see the bird mortician and talk about what kind of yeah. <laughs> what kind yeah, of that bird? was my only real question out of this movie. Yeah, huh? Why was there no bird funeral for the car? <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Me too. Yeah, yeah. It was shocking at some moments. Absolutely. I yeah. I was not expecting. Was cool. a, yeah, I was not expecting a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. So nice I liked uh, on our uh, our text chain. One of you said uh, it's like a trauma movie with uh, a budget and real actors. Yeah. 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 Throw that. Yeah, that's a great point. It was. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, it is. <laughs> like. Because shocking, James Gunn's a better writer than Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> writer director. Just Dwight Schrute on a uh, one of those glider. Oh, god damn it! The surfboard that <laughs> takes him to Japan. Dwight Schrute <laughs> surfs to Japan. Uh, uh, All right. Yeah. Um, you boys ready to rank it? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what we got here. So, um, uh, let's go up to twenty. Let's see. I actually have to go down here. To yeah, I was, the... I was feeling oh. somewhere around orgasmo, maybe because of the Jesus. Yeah, yeah. and the show me a sign, any sign at all. Yeah, yeah. Orgasmo, yeah. super capers, and this are all three weirdly about Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know superheroes. if it's better than orgasmo. That's it's not better. I love Orgasmo. Yeah. Orga- Orgasmo right is a classic. Yeah, uh, Orgasmo is perfect in its own way. This had some weirdness to it, but is this better than Superman Two? Mm. Uh, 
No, no. I don't. Uh, Superman Two is so good. It is. I mean, it was this better I've than loved, the Green I've loved Hornet? It all my life, even though I think it was better than the Green Hornet. <laughs> even though what? <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, even though like, you know, watching it in my watching Superman Two in my forties was, was a way different experience than you know when I was a kid. Oh uh, sure. And you yeah. see a lot of the flaws with it, but still. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's also. It's much older than it was, and you're not a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But um, what about um, it's better than Superman Returns? I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Yeah. What do you think, Al? Um, it's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a disappointing uh, I'm just, movie. I'm suddenly staring at Mystery Men, and which is. Just a little bit below that. And okay. Well, what about if, above Green Hornet? Yes, I will definitely say above Green Hornet. Yeah, I agree above Green Hornet. So as surprisingly okay. as that was. Yeah. All right, so we'll put it. We're we're thinking number twenty-seven between Mystery Men and Green Hornet. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm down. Let's do it. So. Um, there we go. Super goes in at number 27. The 27th best superhero movie out of the 90 we have watched. Interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't put that way. Yeah. Um, which means it's time to talk about next week. Number 91 is going to be Thor. Yes. Back to the MCU. Yeah. It's kicking into gear. Yeah, it is. I'm excited for this one. I haven't seen Thor in a few years so uh yeah that's uh yeah very excited for that one um so thank you everybody that kind of uh draws us to a close thanks for hanging out with us on harm's phosphorescence this has been your host throw smiley and uh i'm gonna go have these nipple rings taken out tomorrow I'm Josh Cece, and I'm responsible for the laziness of the boys and girls here at Valley High. I'm Brian Lesh, and let this be a lesson to you. No butting in line. I'm Alaric Weber, and I got that rabbit after all. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, so sweet. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.